Hey guys, and welcome to the Fruit and Flourishing Podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Madison. I'm ready to help inspire you to live the life you deserve to live with a mind, body, and soul that you love. Grab a coffee, grab a snack, maybe even a cocktail and a piece of fruit, and let's get motivated. First of all, I am so sorry if I sound messed up. I don't know if I actually do, but I woke up this morning feeling like I got hit by a bus and I have a really stuffy nose and a sore throat and I don't really get sick that often, but this time it's hitting me and it's like one of those ones where when you're just sitting there and you don't even feel your nose running, then all of a sudden you go to itch your nose and it's like halfway to your lip. Um, that keeps happening to me and it's really great. So I just want to apologize if I'm a little bit sniffly or I cough or anything like that. I know that's super gross and annoying, but we're just going to have to deal with it. Like, welcome to the first episode. I'm, I'm so glad I'm starting it off that way. You know, at first I was really worried about hosting a podcast on my own because I just feel like that's a lot of pressure, but I honestly talk to myself so much that this almost feels too natural. Like I don't feel weird. Is that concerning? Fun fact. When I was younger, I used to pretend that I was a celebrity. And when I was like in the shower, I would pretend I was getting interviewed. So I would be the interviewer and like I would ask the questions and then I would speak out loud as if I was that celebrity. Like I would be a singer or I'd be an actor and I would be talking about my newest movie. I like to pretend that I'm a vlogger. So when I'm driving, I'll like speak out loud as if there's a camera in front of me and I have like 500,000 subscribers waiting for me to upload this. People who drive by me on the highway, I feel like they either see me talking to myself or picking my nose. Like there's no in between. And can we just like stop the lies? We all pick our nose and we almost definitely pick our nose while driving. I remember I was driving um, to my studio, Plot Twist. I own I co-own a dance studio and I was driving there in the summer and I was like, I guess I was picking my nose and I didn't even realize it. And some guy in a car like looked at me and put his head out the window and was like mocking me what I was doing. Oh my God. I was mortified. But then again, like you're on a highway, you don't see those people, you know, we're all just strangers here and we all do it. You know, like there's, there's certain people in the world. Like for example, there are two people. I I always say this. There are two people in the world. People who pee in the shower and people who lie. Like, if you try to tell me you don't pee in the shower, I don't trust you. I will not trust you as a friend, okay? Let's just, let's just get that straight. Um, yeah. Anyways, let's, (laughs) let's get back to topic. I'm currently at my boyfriend's house and just for you guys, I had to turn off the heater. His house is freezing. I'm currently just staying here. Um, they're away for the weekend, but I wasn't able to go up north with them. So I'm just watching their cats and stuff like that. And their house is always cold. They're like the type of family where the house, I I don't know. It's just always cold and it drives me insane. But Uh, My boyfriend has a heater in his room and I always have it blasting. Like I, there's people that are always cold and then there are people like me and it's just a whole other level of cold. So I always have it blasting at 30 degrees and like people come in and they can't even breathe and I'm still here 
and I can't even feel the heat. Anyways, I had to turn it off for you guys because it was a little too loud. Um, if you hear any fans, that is my boyfriend's uh, transformer computer here. I don't understand. Like, how how does he do this? He, I'm looking at all these wires and all these computers and machines. Like, the, what? And he he builds these. How? Like, and you know what? Women women do too. But I I just know him. Like, how how does he do this? I swear, it's like I don't know how to make my bed, but I can build like. A, a computer that looks like a robot. I don't know. It's just crazy. Anyways, well, guys, welcome, welcome to my podcast. So let's just get into it. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, and I'm really excited to say that I finally put it into action. It's something that I'm super passionate about, and it keeps me motivated and positive and inspired, and I really hope I can make you feel the same way. I have started a journey, and I I am constantly learning every day. Every day is work. Every day is a journey. So when I discuss anything, self-care, self-love, mental health, anything like that, I'm not here as a professional. I'm not saying I am 1000% that person and I'm going to make you be that person too. I'm on a journey and I want to go on it with you. Um, As I kind of mentioned in the trailer, if you listen to that, I have learned from so many amazing people throughout the past year or so. And I just wanted to voice my experience and my journey and my growth. And I encourage you to do the same. I have a lot of things I want to cover on this podcast, like routines, productivity, entrepreneurship, manifestation, people pleasing, going against the grain, um, setting goals, achieving them, college and dropping out of college and stuff like that and just so much more and if you ever have anything you want me to talk about please just send me a message or an email I also co-host a podcast with my best friend Sydney called I'm Overwhelmed we talk a lot about lifestyle adulthood growing up and it's truly just like a fun time over there so I suggest you check it out sometimes we have too many Ryan diets and we end up playing truth or dare and honestly we just have a lot of BFF fun that many people can relate to there's a lot you can learn about me on that that podcast as well. I've kind of been a closed book my entire life and I've always had my walls up and don't really share much about myself or my problems with others. And I think starting that podcast has actually helped me open up quite a bit. Um, I feel like podcasts tend to do that. I tend to like share a lot of stories about my childhood and things I went through that were blocked out of my life for so long that you just don't think about as you're growing up and how my mind works. And, um, I think people see me as somebody so incredibly simple yet. So like freaking complicated and yeah. So check us out at I'm overwhelmed podcast. We're really funny and cute and pretty. And hi, Sydney. I love you so much. Like I was saying, I do think that podcasts can be so special, even just now, like when I'm when I'm talking with Sydney, it's one thing. And even just talking to nobody, just talking to a microphone right now just feels good. And it's a chance to get away from my phone. And you know, you put all that and you just kind of converse. I don't care how many people there it's reaching. I don't care about the numbers. If it's reaching one person and making a difference in their life, amazing. If it's just me talking, whatever. It's already seven minutes in and I've already rambled and not even gotten to today's topic. So that's that's just really great. 
Anyways, let's dive a little bit deeper. Um, yeah, like this past couple, I would say like the past two weeks, I felt like I've had complete tunnel vision. I think that's the right term. I've just been so productive and focused and I felt like I've really utilized every second of every day. And I've just had a really good couple weeks um, getting so much done, feeling so inspired in every aspect of my life. And I'm just excited to keep going on that path. I feel like I was so focused. I didn't even talk this week. Like I was just so driven and goal orientated that if people would come into the room, like maybe, maybe that's not a good thing. Like, for example, when I was doing office work for the studio, I was just so silent and focused and it's like hustle, knock it off the checklist. And it feels so good. I don't know. I'm just very, very driven right now at work, um, outside the suit, outside the studio too, which I'll get into, um, like with everything, I'm like, let's do this with running errands and getting my own things. done. I was like, boom, check done. I think it's a really good thing. However, I can see how that can also be a bad thing. I'm going to be sharing a lot about like my work-life balance on this podcast. However, I don't think I'm ready to make a full episode on it. Reason being is because it's actually one of my personal goals right now that I'm still trying to work through and figure out and it's definitely improved. My work-life balance kind of went from being like 100% work to 80% work, 20% life and now I'm maybe at like... 75% 75% work, 25% life. I don't know. It's a process and I'm working on it and I'll keep you updated. And again, we're on a journey. So I'm very excited to kick off this podcast with this particular topic because it's something that I really try to encourage people to do so much. And this is what completely kicked off my self-care every day because I had no time for self-care before. And I love what it's done for my mental health, my physical health, my mood, my productivity, and my overall well-being. And that is my morning routine. Now, I've heard it a million times. I'm not a morning person. And I'm not here to push you or persuade you to become one. I know the circumstances are different for everybody. I would never tell somebody who's working the graveyard shift to wake up at 5 a.m. and read a book. That's just a different scenario. But if you find that you are the type of person who wakes up 10 minutes before your alarm, rushes to get ready and sprints at the door, hear me out. I have always had impeccable time management skills. I'm that spaz that is like, if you're on time, you're late. And if you're 20 minutes early, then you're on time. And I've been known to like throw fits if I'm late for something. But for years, especially in my early 20s, I would kind of just stay in bed until like 20 minutes before I had to leave or I'd wake up and like scroll through my phone, get dressed, brush my teeth and run out the door. And I would do what I had to do throughout the day, come home, go to bed and do it all again. And a couple of months ago, it kind of dawned on me that I was waking up, running to one job or sitting and scrolling social media and then like heading to the studio, coming home and going to bed. And is there something missing from that equation? Yes. Productivity and Lisa time. Now, there is a lot I want to accomplish in life. One of my absolute, absolute biggest dreams was to open a dance studio. And I am forever proud of that. And I accomplished that three years ago. And that is just like my forever. That is my baby. And now I get to work even harder to build it and grow it and teach and do what I love. 
And I have so many other goals too. I'm telling you, my brain just doesn't stop. Entrepreneurs are crazy, but we all have the same 24 hours in a day and how you choose to spend them is up to you. We've all heard that quote. We all have the same amount of hours in a day as Beyonce. And I mean, like put Beyonce aside, like everybody, like your own personal self. We all have the same 24 hours. What are you going to do with them? So I'm going to go through my morning routine with you guys. Now this, I wouldn't say is every single day. Parts of this like change, um, it kind of just depends on my work schedule or appointments. Um, I try to keep it pretty much the same every day. I thrive on routine. Um, It just helps me when my routine gets thrown off. Unfortunately, it really messes with my mental health. This is something else that I'm trying to balance right now. I've always been super easygoing and it has nothing to do with that. It's more so just like if I'm used to one thing and then all of a sudden it flips on me, I just kind of get thrown off. I'm easygoing in the sense that I am always down for whatever. Um, I'm up for whatever. Like, I don't know. I just kind of have that carefree attitude. But when it comes to like my personal day and something kind of rocks that boat, it really messes with my brain. So I do try to do this every day. And I'm also working through the fact that if it doesn't happen, that's okay too. So I wake up between five and 6am and it's usually depending on how late I go to sleep. If I had the option to wake up earlier, I would. However, I teach late hours and don't quite have that luxury yet. So if I get home from the studio around 10, by the time I eat dinner and get into bed, it's like 11 or 11.30. So I'll wake up closer to six. If I'm home earlier and I'm in bed by 10, I will wake up earlier. I don't need eight hours of sleep. I've never, I've always thought that's like too much for me. And if I go over eight hours, then I just end up being more tired throughout the day. Um, and I can completely function on like six and a half, seven hours. And I think like seven hours is a healthy amount. I definitely don't recommend doing less than that. Um, but I'm also a, a fantastic sleeper. Like I sleep wherever, whenever, like no matter how light, how bright it is, I fall asleep randomly at times. Um, because I am so insanely productive and act like active throughout the day that the second my head touches the pillow, I'm out. Uh, let's make something clear here. I do not wake up every day with a huge smile on my face. It's hard. And I think, I think people assume that morning people just wake up and let out a big yawn and they're so happy and they just, just float out of bed quite literally and are just super annoying with the birds chirping. But, um, actually I'm human And I roll over, I roll my eyes, I slowly force my upper body up out of the bed most days. Um, But like the more I commit to it and stay accountable, it doesn't feel or sound so crazy. It takes a couple of times to committing to it to just make it a part of your routine. So my alarm is set to something quite soft or like one of my favorite songs. The overpowering loud alarms are just not inspiring to me. You know that alarm that's like, I do not understand how people wake up to that 
like nearly having a heart attack at 5 a.m. is just not how I want to start my day. So I would suggest setting it to a low, like a slow rise or a mellow song, maybe a nice acoustic. I'm literally playing air guitar. Uh, but most importantly, do not press snooze. Do not press snooze, guys. If you want any tip for getting up earlier, don't press snooze. If you have a lamp beside your bed, turn it on. No lamp, stand up and turn on the overhead light. I mean, honestly, I'm usually getting up anyways to pee. I have a decaf green tea every night before bed and like in the morning it hurts. Like I need to pee. Um, and I always have like water beside my bed too. And I'll like drink that. And I don't know, sometimes the thought of either like peeing or water or like that I'll get a coffee soon just motivates me enough to get out of bed. Uh, it's important to note. I do not go on social media, check my emails or my texts unless it's an emergency for about two and a half to three hours after waking up. So like I said, I sleep with a cup of water um, beside my bed. Uh, It just kind of like helps wake me up a bit more. I sleep with my book either beside my bed or on my nightstand. So instead of reaching for my phone, I reach for my physical book. Reading first thing in the morning not only wakes my brain up in a much better way than Instagram ever could, but it relaxes me. So instead of waking up feeling stressed and anxious for the day, it soothes me and kind of it kind of like sends me in an alternate universe where I can just chill. So instead of comparing my lives to others on Instagram, I get to learn about other people's lives and life experiences. And this is something I really, really try to encourage people to do. Start with five pages. Some days I only have time for five pages. Sometimes I read a chapter. Sometimes I read five chapters. Times I have read a full book. Find books you're interested in. Finding a good book that you get excited about is the best. Like I get excited to wake up and read. I can put on some soft music in the background. Maybe even like a light, like warm hearted podcast in the background something like that. It is so helpful. I think a big part of why I changed my morning routine is because I love, 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 love reading. I always have. I've always been a huge bookworm, but over the past couple of years, I convinced myself that I was just too busy, that I didn't have time to read. So I made time and like now I do it first thing in the morning and it's, my favorite thing. I read now about two to three books a week. My favorite types of books are autobiographies and like memoirs and whatever. And I I don't know. I love learning about other people's lives. I find it so interesting, whether they're a celebrity or somebody who's battling a health issue, like stuff like that. I just find it so interesting. I, I, I don't know. I love learning about other people's lives. So A new goal of mine right now is I'm trying to incorporate meditation into my life. I'm going to be completely transparent with you guys. Up until literally last week, I was not into meditation. I found that whenever I did try it, I couldn't focus and I was bored and I just found it to be air quotes stupid and I honestly, I I just think I wasn't ready for it. I think my routine and my life wasn't where it should be for me to really appreciate meditation. Ever since I've changed my routine over time and have been practicing self-care and love, I've kind of found that overall I'm just a lot more relaxed. 
I just feel much more like simple these days in a really good way, which is why I've been able to appreciate meditation more. And it's made a huge difference in the way I take on my day and everything throughout my day. It's so funny. Like, I feel like there's so many different versions of me. There's like boss, studio owner, Lisa, dance teacher, Lisa, crazy, hyperactive Lisa. And then when I'm on my own doing my thing, I'm just so quiet and chill. I guess that's normal. Anywho, after, um, I read, I do try to do a quick meditation again. I'm just trying this. I don't do this every day quite yet. Um, but I'll keep you guys updated on how that's going. Cause I did, I did one the other day and it just like, I don't know. It just completely calmed me down. It just relaxes me. I, I just kind of, I think I just searched on the podcast app, like meditation and there's a bunch of different ones. I like to do like a positivity one. Cause I think that's a good way to start your day. Um, just kind of puts you in the right mindset. So after I read, try to meditate, do whatever, um, I get out of bed and I put on my grandma slippers. I grab my glass of water and I head to the kitchen. I am such a breakfast person and I always have been. I know some people aren't, but breakfast is by far my favorite meal of the day. And I'd say I usually eat breakfast around like 6.20 to 6.30, depending on when I get up. So while my dark roast black coffee is brewing, I'll try and drink about two more cups of water. And then I just sit at the table and enjoy my breakfast, my water, and my coffee. Um, I'm a big cereal junkie. I love cereal. My favorite combination is this like all brand. Oh, what is it called? I don't know. It's like all this all brand cereal. It has like maple flavor in it. Um, and then I have this nature's path, honey or no nature's path, maple crunch, whatever it is with banana and almond milk. Oh my gosh. It is so good. I just, I love cereal guys. I love it. Anyways, again, I don't scroll through social media while I'm eating breakfast. I'll either continue to read or I'll start my to-do list for the day or I'll catch up on some YouTube videos. I know that's kind of considered social media. However, it's just nice to catch up on like some vlogs and whatnot. I watch a lot of family vloggers and like health and lifestyle vloggers. So they kind of like provide me with a lot of motivational content for the day. And I find those to be a good way to, you know, start my day as well. So after breakfast, I'll usually fill my cup again and drink more water, then fill it again, drink it again, and then fill it. And then I'll go back to my room with my water and my coffee. Okay. This next part is weird. Hear me out. I'm back in my room. I light a candle. I lay on top of my bed on my stomach. Do I think it's great that I go lay back down? Probably not. But here's the thing. Number one, in my current housing situation, I don't have my own office or desk. I'm going to one day, but right now my bedroom works just fine with me. I know a lot of people aren't about going back to their rooms, but living wise, that is just what happens right now. And it works for me. And, um, number two digestion. I'll just leave that there. 
The next hour is completely dedicated to reading, journaling, creating lists, and goal setting. While I finish my coffee, I'll usually read more, maybe finish a vlog, whatever I kind of feel like at the time. I like to have music playing in the background, and I started making to-do lists in my phone every single day about a month ago, and I love it. It keeps me accountable and productive, and I'm just like that annoying person that loves crossing things off a list. I'm like, yes, bitch, I did that. Sometimes I'll do something that wasn't written down, and then I'll write it down after I did it and just check it off just to see that it's checked off. Is anybody else like that? Just me? Okay. So I'll kind of think about my day, think about what needs to get done. I even write, like, I'll write, read, and write and journal in there every day just to know that I did it. I'll put in my errands, specific, like, studio stuff that I want to remember to do when I get there, um, appointments, little things. Sometimes it's, like, the most simple things that I forget. So it's very very important. Like sometimes I'll have to put text this person because I can be so forgetful with the smallest, simplest things. All right, guys, I'm going to say this a lot. Buy a journal. And once you do use it, get a cheap one from the dollar store, make one with lined paper from your grade 10 English binder that you still keep in your closet. Use a napkin. I don't care. I have a ton of journals, some for lesson plans, some for random thoughts, but my main journal is always beside my bed ready to go. It was actually given to me by one of my students and the pen I use is the pen I stole from my boyfriend's house when we first met five years ago. So, you know, it's all that much more special. Also, can we talk about how that pen still works? Shout out to Loria University. You guys make really, really good pens. Let's talk journaling. So this is something I do every day. I write the date at the top of the page, followed by whatever I'm about to write. And if you're stuck on what to write, I'm going to share some ideas just to start you off because it can be super, super basic. So here are some, here are some topics if you're just kind of new to the whole journaling thing. Three things you're grateful for, your fears and how to overcome them, what inspires you, who inspires you, what is your next big goal, doesn't matter how crazy it is, what are you feeling negative about and how can this be a positive thing, one good thing that happened this week, what does this day look like in five years, in 10 years, so for example, if it is January 25th, 2020, what does it, what does it look like January 25th, 2025? Oh my God. That sounded so weird to say out loud. 2025, 2030. Ew. Ew, ew, ew. I also write personal daily reminders every single day at the bottom of the page. Uh, these are completely designed for you. I'm not going to share what mine are. I have four personal ones that I write every day, even if I don't believe them yet, even in my soul, my heart, my brain does not believe what I'm writing. I write them every day because I know that one day soon I will believe them. I will share that. I write great things are coming as one of them. If you need a little bit of perspective, keep them positive and keep them short, short, no negative words allowed. I'll get more into writing when I start talking manifestation and whatnot, but hopefully this can kind of give you a boost if you're new to journaling. Once that's, Once that's done, oh my God, you guys, I can't talk anymore. My mouth is so dry. Once that's done, I'll download any podcast for my run. I love a good motivational, do you see? 
Do you see that? Words are hard. I love a good motivational podcast in the morning. I listen to a lot of the birth papaya. Shout out to Sarah Nicole. Um, I don't know her, but she lives quite close to me. Um, I also like Manifest with Tori Simone and The Health Code with Sarah's Day and Kurt. Uh, they're huge inspirations of mine. Um, after that, I'll get up, brush my teeth, wash my face, and get ready for my run. Making my bed is crucial in the morning. You will come to learn that I have major obsession with cleanliness, especially when it comes to my room and my bed. I am so particular about the way it looks, and there's absolutely no way I can start a day with my room messy or my bed unmade. You know what? I heard somewhere that the way your room looks resembles you as a person. And I kind of feel like that's true in a sense. When I picture my room around the holidays, when I was kind of out of routine, a little lazier, uh, didn't have as much to do, it was more cluttered. Like it was, it was clean, but it was just like cluttered. Like there was a lot of stuff everywhere. And then once I got back into routine, I completely purged my closet. I donated a bunch. I sold some stuff and I just really opened up my space and organized everything a bit better. So I kind of, I kind of believe that. I suggest some form of activity in the morning, whether you are a gym person, a yogi, CrossFit, whatever, try and get it done in the morning. I've been a runner for many years, so I'm usually running four to six times a week. If it's an off day, I'll usually just take some time for stretching just to let my body move. And if not, then I'm usually running. My runs are usually anywhere between 30 minutes to two hours, depending on my daily schedule, what I can fit in. I don't like to plan my runs anymore. I used to plan, um, kilometer wise. Like I would say, okay, Tuesday, I have a 10 K Thursday, a 5 K like stuff like that. I stopped doing that and just started listening to my body a little bit more. I found that when my runs were too forced, I didn't enjoy them. Uh, and I started losing my passion for running. So I run when I'm feeling it. And then as I'm running, um, if I feel like I want to go longer, I'll go longer. Or if I know, okay, I only have really a half an hour, but I would like to get a solid run in then I'm like, okay, then I'll, I'll just run a 5k, something like that. Um, so once I get back from my run, it's pretty much go time for my day. It's time to tackle my to-do list, get to work, get to the studio, get to appointments or whatever my day looks like. I know every day is different. So this is just kind of a general routine for me. My schedule is forever changing, but you know, it's nothing too exciting or crazy, but that's three to four hours right there where everything is for me. My mind is clear. My daily goals are set. Everything is just kind of set up for a great day. And that is self-care to me. Something that I didn't have before. I thought forcing myself to put a face mask on and have an anxiety attack in the bath was self-care. And how did that work out, Lise? It didn't. It did not. I also understand that my circumstances may be different as I don't work a regular 9 to 5. So just try and figure out what works for you and your schedule. Everyone has their own routine and that's the beauty of it because it's for you. I hope this gives you a little bit of inspiration, a little bit of insight on what really put me over the top to get my self-care routine going. Cause like I said, I went from having no self-care routine to starting this and really starting a journey for myself. Okay guys, I think that's it for me today. My nose is still running. 
my mouth is dry and I can't breathe very well and I can't wait to turn this heater back on. Please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Be sure to turn it. Guys, do you hear that? Like, am I okay? No. Be sure to tune into next week because I am very, very eager for next week's topic. I'm going to be discussing all things people pleasing, losing friends, cutting out toxic people. You know the drill. I can't wait to get into this. Might need a beverage for it, but probably not. Anyways, remember to leave a rate and review as it is much appreciated. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at fruit and flourishing or send me an email fruit and flourishing at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out I'm Overwhelmed podcast. If you're looking for a good laugh, stay positive, eat your fruit and keep flourishing. Talk soon.